Hello and welcome to the Forbes India Cover Story podcast series in association with theindicast.com. My name is Abhishek and this issue puts India's showstoppers on the cover. What are showstoppers and joining me to talk about the entire cover package is Forbes India's Divya Jay Shekhar. Hi Divya, nice to have you here. Hi Abhishek, nice to be here. Thank you. So how do you define a showstopper uh, Divya in the context of uh, this issue and its relevance to Forbes India? So uh, Abhishek, every year uh, we sort of steer away from our core focus of business, uh, startup and economy leadership, etc. to Uh, focus on say entertainment and sports so when we were thinking about uh, what is the first issue of the new year what's it going to be how are we going to sort of do something different so we look back at you know what 2022 had been and what we can sort of take forward from there so while much of 2022 saw like an unsettling economic and political climate some of the brighter spots emerged from the fields of entertainment and sport so there were performances on the screen and on the field that sort of brought cheer and joy and that were outstanding achievements in their respective fields so when we put together this edition we thought why not bring together a jury of experts in each field uh, in cinema in ott streaming and on sports to identify what were the best performances the best of best performances in these respective fields in 2022 and sort of how can we take that spirit of achievement forward in 2023 so that was the idea behind the showstopper edition so we have it's a six cover special edition and we have a list of top 50 performers in film ott and sports that have been put together with the help of an expert jury right and uh, in no particular order let's start with uh, uh, the great ar rahman uh, about whom you've written a long piece and uh, you say that after 30 years of orchestrating music in the country he is quote still a work in progress unquote why is that Yeah so uh, when i uh, spoke to mr rahman one of the things he said is for him it's important to constantly be in uh, that space where he is doing something new he is creating something new so you know there's an interesting point that he mentioned is a musician comes of age he says when you know he can manifest his thoughts into reality and that happened for him right with his first film roja for which he got the national award so since then for him it's always been not about being better or but how can you do things differently how can you sort of push the envelope how can you go in different directions he's had his uh, for his directorial debut uh, in 2022 uh, in 2019 i think he also turned um, writer and producer for a film called 99 songs so there are these different things that he is doing like in the uae for example he is mentored uh, 50 musicians all of create an all female the first ever all female orchestra called firdaus he is also sort of fostering collaborations mentoring young artists so he's constantly doing despite all his achievements the oscars and the, the grammys etc He's 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 doing a whole lot of new things too. You talked about Roja, and I was in school at the time, and it, it was a baby-faced uh, Rahman who walked up to collect all the awards at the time. And yeah. uh, since then, you say that he's been after having made a mark. He wants to keep changing. I think one of uh, highlights of the piece that you've written is that the focus on technology. I mean, he he always had synthesizers. He would have his own way mm-hmm. of uh, uh, creating music through the night. he's only uh, dived deep into it in technology whether it's creation i mean having virtual reality seats perhaps which are needed to watch that 37 minute movie of his which premiered at can or even 
I think he uses one of the directors told you that uh, some sensor that appears to tap notes out of thin air in his orchestras where it's it's a new way of creating music. So is that something that he's conscious about? So yeah, that was like a, a film critic who had the, the tapping notes thing was, a, was an NYT film critic who had mentioned it in his piece. But essentially, uh, technology is just a medium for him to do things more efficiently. He says, if I had to do something manually and it will take me an X number of hours, but something that helps me do things more efficiently and thereby do a lot more things or find ways to express creativity differently or, you know, do things differently then why not but at the end of the day as he says it's just like an instrument that he perhaps uses better than most of his contemporaries oh that he does doesn't he he's on spotify he's the third most streamed yeah. artist in india and 159th annually is what you write and yeah. you've also written about uh, shefali shah segueing into staying in the world of entertainment and uh, yeah. she's been busier than ever although she says that she isn't doing much these days but you write that 2022 was chock-a-block for uh uh, this character actor who's been around for a while and still is very, very relevant and does an excellent job on, on screen. When we spoke earlier in December, I think uh, she said that she's taking a break out of the roller coaster of a year that it's been for her. And essentially, it was an important profile that we did on Shefali and also on Manoj Vajpayee. Uh, you know, they were co-stars in Satya. They've been around for a long time and they finally see, they finally seem to have gotten their due, due thanks to OTT and streaming. Uh, you know, wherein they have headlined their own shows and, you know, they have been the face of movies, etc. And I think that long pending stardom, quote unquote stardom, so to say, that only used to be, say, the reserve of certain conventional actors or artists. Now, thanks to OTT, it's uh, sort of helping artists like this uh, stake their claim to the spotlight. Don't you find it surprising, Divya, that whenever you watch a Manoj Vajpayee or a Shefali Shah on screen as a viewer, no one's really disappointed. You see yeah. that it's a, it's a great job they've done as an actor, whether the film does well or not is a different story. But when you read their stories, especially Vajpayee, where he talks mm-hmm. about how it wasn't easy. He's been insulted. It's, it's a little strange that... Uh, what we see as audience is fairly straightforward. The directors or the big names don't see it and they have to go through this right of, uh, you know, a difficult passage to even get themselves on screen. Correct, yeah. Because, uh, you know, in cinema over the years, it's always been a certain kind of, or a certain kind of profile that people have sought. It's an assumption that, okay, you need to look a certain way, you need to be a certain way to, say, be a leading, quote-unquote, heroine or a, a leading actor, for, for that matter. All of that was sort of put on the back seat, or all that, all those myths sort of were broken uh, when streaming came forward, I think, 2020 onwards in the wake of the pandemic. And it's the story that took precedence. And it was not about who looks the best, but who could do justice to the role. You know, like Shefali tells me during the course of our interview a 40 year old woman could be the face of a show she was referring to Delhi crime and that would be unheard of in mainstream cinema so that's a positive change where actors like her like Vajpayee like a a multitude of others there's also a profile on actor Sheba Chadda in the edition so there are a multitude of actors who are powerhouses of talent and who are getting their due thanks to streaming the audience recognizes a good actor when they see one. Uh, and th- in India, generally, it's about melodrama. But Tanuj Chopra, who directed Delhi Crime 2, I think he spoke to you where uh, he says how 
Shefali can do a lot with her silence. And there was another interview that I read of her where she says that if I can use no words, I prefer not to. Meaning if I can use two words to do the same thing that eight words do, then I'll use those. And if, if none are needed, then I'll, you know, rather stay quiet and let, let my acting do the acting rather than words. Yeah, definitely. And it's a good time to be in the entertainment space, I suppose. And I think uh, the list that we did of top 50 performers sort of reflects that as well. It's not just about, say, Alia Bhatt or Tabu, but it's also about, say, Sai Pallavi or Darshana Rajendran or Kuncha Koboban, you know, who are sort of through the sheer will of their talent you know, being recognized and coming forward. Right. And a couple of some other highlights that you can share in the interest of time, Divya, of this, this fact package. Basically, we've uh, tried to do something different this time. Uh, you know, we like, for example, the, the 50 top 50 list of uh, that's certainly something to the showstoppers list of this edition is certainly something that to. Uh, that we can look forward to. Uh, it doesn't just include uh, your celebrities, you know, who are household names, but like I said, it also includes a whole lot of other people who are doing very good work. Like, for example, the list of sports people, for example, it goes way beyond cricket to include achievers like, say, track and field athlete Avinash Sable, India's youngest grandmaster D. Gukesh, or uh, teenage shuttler Manisha Ram does etc so while while it also includes say someone like a hardik pandya or a suri kumar yadav or a neeraj chopra it also includes all these people and ott for example while it includes uh, you know actors like say madhuri dikshit or sakshi tanwar or huma kureshi who also who have done good work and who are recognized it also includes someone like uh, gitanjali kulkarni it also includes say nitya menon and makers like pushkar gayatri and abhay pannu and jasmitreen etc so it's an effort to uh, focus on the stardom and the celebrity but also on the celebrated who are doing a really good job and who are really talented and are names to look forward to in the year ahead. Excellent. Thank you so much, Divya, for your time on this podcast. Thanks a lot, Abhishek. Thank you. And all you listeners, you can get this podcast on ForbesIndia.com and on any app that you use to consume such content and to have someone call you for a Forbes India subscription, message Forbes to 51818.